Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dysfunctional Ambush Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the Roby Family Farm. Their local farm sale is held Fridays and Saturdays from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. At these local farm sales, you can get anything from Wagyu beef to lamb and sheep cheese. They've got all different cuts of meat that you want, brisket, tri-tip, porterhouse, T-bone steaks. They also got your uh, lamb legs, lamb chops. Not lamb chop. Blue cheese, Gouda cheese, bubble gum cheese. Actually, I don't know if they have bubble gum cheese, but you get the deal. They're located on 77th Avenue in Northern. You can reach them at info at rovi.com. You can also call their phone number at 623-939-2045. That's Fridays from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you go in there, mention the Dysfunctional Ambush podcast, and they'll give you a discount. Good one at that. Make sure you check it out. Definitely. I just want to welcome everybody back to another week's episode. Uh, We got Zach. Alex, Cody's back from vacation. Welcome Hello. back. Hey. Hello. Lucky. Missed you guys. Uh, Kenny, unfortunately, couldn't make it today, but that's okay. We'll drive on, and uh, we're going to do a little something different today. Uh, we're kind of just going to go talk about maybe something more positive, maybe something more we can agree on, maybe something more we can all uh, understand a little bit better, and happy thoughts, essentially. Kind of try and get away this week, kind of try and get away from... Uh, Arguing so much, so we'll turn to the positive side. I don't call it arguing; we're more debating. Uh, yeah, yeah, and also uh, find your happy place. Also, yeah, also this week is Zach's last week with us for you know a while, or maybe he'll come back for a guest appearance. But he is moving away; he is going to pursue bigger and better things with the family. So we're gonna wish him uh, the best. I'm sure you guys will miss him, and uh, we will too. Safe travels. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, Are you excited? I am. You get to drive a 26 foot truck with the trailer. That's a new thing. Ooh. Right? Never Big boy. Ever done that right? before? Never. Yeah, because you better get the insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that have air brakes? I would assume. Did the guy say U-Haul? It's going to be U Haul. Yep, air brakes. Ask for the air horn. <laughs> How do you get away with that? I mean, I've driven a 26-foot truck before, but I've never driven it with the trailer. I'm sure if it's like a rental or something like that, you might be able to get with it. I don't know the details. Or a certain poundage, maybe. Well, I don't have it. It's not a semi. Yeah, but it's got (laughs) air brakes. If if it has air brakes. What does that that have to mean a CDL qualification to ride air brakes? What if I put air brakes in my F-150? It's not a J-brake, though. That's totally different. Right. So I think... (laughs) That doesn't... No. Air brakes... Unfortunately... Arizona, I'm pretty sure you have to have a... Because to get so the class too. B license, I think, is pretty much just like the air brakes or whatever. Air brakes are... But yeah, uh, we're going to wish, uh, you know, Zach a good safe travels. <laughs> um, have fun driving that truck. Definitely. Um, if you guys want comment on there, wish him safe travels or whatever. He also is going to be having a baby soon, which is extremely exciting. Very soon, actually. In yes, the midst sir. of all this uh, travel. Uh and Cody's back from his what two week? I feel like it one feels week? like two like week. He, were, he was gone yeah, for a minute. I was in Los in San Francisco. I was in San Francisco for nine days, dodging turds on the streets. No man, turds we actually bugs. just drove through that part of the town. Just you like, didn't go weird. check out no turds. 
No. Dude, there's poop maps. There's literally poop maps. I would have been making a Snapchat story. Well, I didn't know that was a real thing. Dude, I told you that before. There's you guys were... on roller skates with clocks on their butt cheeks, too. Yeah, but I I'd be like, Harper, you want to see something crazy? Come on. Look at this big old log. No. Yeah. no. <clears throat> Started just picking them up to do the community <laughs> service. No, but we're welcome back. And uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, we're all now, I'm 28, going to be 29 this year. Same with Alex. Yeah, don't you got a little something going on, too? I also have an announcement. I have a baby on the way. Congratulations. Uh, thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. I'm extremely excited, dude. Like, I think uh, I'll be 29 years old when the baby's born. We're due January. Damn, you're January. old, bro. Dude, I know. You're going to be year old, too. Get out of here. Um, due to the end of January, my first child. Uh, it's going to be our first child as well. It's hard to come across these days with a woman without a child. But, you know. I don't know, man. I always welcome my friends to the DILF club. But... With that beard off, I'm not so Dude, sure. Dude, I, I know. I shave. If everybody's listening right now, I shave my beard off. He looks like he's 12. It's pretty rough. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure we post a picture. You and your brother look like you could be in the same class right now. <laughs> I'll go back to high school. <laughs> Put me in a football team coach. I'll post. I'll make sure I post a picture of my beard because, uh, or what it is now, she gone. or what it was. It it turned into something else, and then it went to bald face. So I'll grow back. No. So how are you feeling about? You two, right? You guys are both on the brink of becoming fathers, coming into fatherhood. Well, I guess Zach. Zach is a father. Zach is a father. You know what my biggest worry is? What's your biggest worry? Why don't you look at me when you talk? Mm. It's about to be fantasy football motherfucking season, and I got all this shit going on. <laughs> That's my biggest worry. Hey, finally, Zach will fall to the bottom of the uh, uh, standings this year. No, I'm still making playoffs. I know Cody don't know what that feels like in our league, but I'm still making playoffs. I'm pretty sure I've made it to the playoffs before. If he's not sure, sure, and he's pretty sure, he definitely hasn't made it. Yeah. At least one year. He has at least, at least, at least one year. At least have three shirts. Yeah, three shirts. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's exciting, right? Like, you're, what, when's your due date? You're coming up soon, right? Like, end of September, end yeah. End of September, dude. Like, so in the midst of all this moving to a new place. You have a new baby on the way. That's uh yeah. It's a lot of life changes, man. Life I'm just changes. gonna give birth in the bathtub. Dude, that's not a bad idea. Are you gonna deliver it? No. Be a man, dude. Come <laughs> I, on, I'm just it's football season. Like, babe, it. if it's a Sunday, I can't be there. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. My baby's due close to a uh, uh, Super Bowl, mm. so we sorry, better not be. We better not be late because that's mm. gonna be a problem. He's gonna be showing up all drunk. We won. <laughs> we did it. The Broncos won the Super Bowl. Say, uh, no, the Broncos definitely gone. gone. We'll see. I mean, he's still there. He's gone. No, but I, I think uh, me and Zach can share the same nervousness. Same. I mean, same nervousness, same excitement, same unknown feeling. I imagine, right? Yeah, think of it like this: like you can't, you you can't overthink it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, you can. It's easy to do. I mean, it's easy to do, but that's what I'm telling you. It's like, you don't overthink it. It's just like, relax. I mean, I'm not telling you not to like read every book and, and you know Google every question you have. I'm just saying that it's not as difficult in my mind. Hopefully, <laughs> I could be totally wrong. But I feel like if you just stay calm and you just stay like patient through the whole process... It'll go by quicker than you know because, like, think about when you were 18 and you just graduated high school, and now here we are, like, 10 years later. Dude, right? Still 18. Still 18. Yeah, right? Still feeling 18. Well, 
mentally 18. Yeah. Physically 15. So I, just enjoy it. It's like, that's what I, I think I'm trying to like just slow it down mentally for me just because like everybody tells me the same thing. It's like it goes by quick, so just enjoy it. Do you think, uh, you think, being, you, you think being 28 is a little bit different feeling as opposed to being 21, 22? Yeah, you're in a different mindset, you know what I mean? You're not, your whole mindset isn't, you know, trying to discover or trying to... (laughs) (laughs) His damn bottle won't stop. Trying to, uh, you know, in a sense, explore and figure out who you are. You're more grounded, you know... You're just getting established. established Yeah, I mean, you've been probably working your career now, you've been out of college or... You've been doing something consistently, and right. if you haven't, then you know you're just not there yet. Well, you probably feel a little bit more comfortable now. Like you feel like I, yeah. I'm more of an adult think now. What the, think about what the fuck you were doing at 21. You know oh, what I mean? I you, you were living on like seven dollars for two more weeks until next paycheck because you just went to the soup, bar. I soup for dinner. You just went to the bar Friday and Saturday back to back, and somehow it's all gone. Like we all done it. Well, I mean, Alex. Well, how old were you when you had your first? Twenty. Twenty-two. See, see, see now right Alex, Alex is a little different though, because Alex, well, he, Alex, kind of got his parting stages out when he was like Young sixteen man. to to nineteen, probably um, elementary school. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was, yeah, he was, throwing, he was throwing Rager's Project X at his house in yeah. the eighth grade. Yeah. I mean, uh, was when 20. was your first beer there? Fuck. Like not a Young. sip of beer. Not like, hey, Dad, can I have a sip? Like your full actual, like I got fucked up. 12. I got drunk. Like, I puked the next morning. 12 at my brother's house. Really? Yep. Who got you drunk? <laughs> my brother. <laughs> yeah, we See? went to his house. He wouldn't let me drink. I was like, come on, man. Let me fucking let me drink a little bit. He's like, no. And then uh, Mike, he was like, come on, it's time to drink. So I'm all right. Drank maybe four beers and a shot of Goldschlager. <laughs> Done. I was making fun of people, trying to fight people. <laughs> 12 years old. Was Goldschlager just here. popular when we were like just starting drinking? Because I feel like I haven't seen that at all. No, I think it's just more of a... Like, I'll be honest, I never drank it. I really? It's, never drank it. I think it's more of like Boone's what word market. am I looking for? It's like the uh, the cliche. Like it's just something you want to check off your bucket list. Like I I'm, I got drunk off cold Slugger. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking, I'm looking for somewhere I can't think of. Like, you think you think you've got nostalgic or what? Like, is yeah. It like it's just something that everybody wants to try because it's got like gold flakes in it. It's like everybody's talking about. It. You've seen it in all the movies. Like it's yeah. just yeah. something that you want to like say you've done or tried or so, been a part of. So you partied basically. Your younger age. I mean, you didn't really party legally, so it's a little different. I think we can all agree, even our listeners can agree that we all partied probably before we were twenty one. When I, I did, yeah, on my twenty first birthday, I didn't drink. I I went to Chili's for my twenty first. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really didn't care. I mean, it was been there, done that. I mean, yeah. it's not like I'm a fucking hardcore drug addict or you know lived a hard life. But, Alki, yeah, yeah, but we did. did. You go to the bar? Me? No. Did you never? Oh, you've been really? Yeah, like a I've been to the first. He's like, been to the bar, but he, yeah, I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't do any of that shit anymore. When did you stop drinking? 20? Good 20? for you, man. Yeah. And what changed that for you? Like, what decided, like, you know, I'm just, this isn't for me. And because, like, I, I do have friends that they say that, like, they don't drink and they don't feel obligated or pressured that when they hang out because, like, you know, and if you think about the idea of drinking, it's kind of silly, right? Like, It, it just doesn't do anything for me. And then I had, uh, I want to say, I guess, a rough childhood. And I grew up around drinking and yeah, drugs definitely and steer you away from all that, that stuff. And I've been going to AA meetings and NA meetings with my dad for the past 19 years. So you know so, you know the effects of alcohol if you take it too far then. Yeah. So that was yeah, kind of My family history. That kind of stirred you away from Yeah. And that's yeah. the one thing too is I don't want my kids 
to do that either. Yeah. Right. Shit, if they turn 21, whatever they want to do, whatever they want to do, it's fine. Well, they want to get hammered at 16. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Right. So, so you had well, your kid at 22, so you weren't even partying anymore. No. So you were basically ready. Just working. Pretty much it. Were you, you mentally could. ready? Are you, would you ever be mentally ready? That I guess is the real question. Okay, so you had your first kid at 22, right? That's and then good. your second one was how old were you? 26? Last year. She's a year and so, what, a half almost now? Yeah, so 27. Oh. So did you did you notice a difference between 22 and 27? Yeah. 22, I was nervous. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was nervous. Um, but it, it's just the you, when you have a kid, you're... Your senses, I guess, are a little heightened more. Like, I don't know. Your, what's that word I'm looking for? Like, uh, well, doesn't it have to do too with like parenting <clears throat> senses? Yeah. I guess. But <clears throat> when you have your first kid, you're like no idea what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. By the second kid, you've already kind of been desensitized. Yeah. Well, my first kid with my son, you know, he'd fall, hurt himself. I'm like, oh shit. Run over there. You're all right, Get out. Yeah. I love you. You know. Yeah. And my daughter, she falls. I'm like, yeah, she's all right. <laughs> Seen this before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm still. I'm. I thought I was overprotective with my son, but now that I have a daughter, it's way more overprotective. Yeah. Really. Little like, you need to calm down. Like, do you think you. it's because it's a daughter, or do you think it's because you're older and understand more? Maybe because my daughter. I don't yeah. Know, she's fucking cute. Sweet little angel. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, but my son too. Same way. I love my son to death, and I was. With my son, yes, I was nervous. But now, with my daughter, I wasn't as bad. I just think because I know we'll be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have a good support system. I think support system is a big factor it's in having kids. Factor. And we have an awesome, awesome support system. You know, from my wife's family to, yeah, my family. Yeah. So, my friends, stuff like that. That's the biggest thing. Well, Cody, how old were you when you had your first? I was 23. Uh, so, you were around the same... And- and Cody definitely lived a different life than you. Okay. Cody was a little party animal. Yeah. Still might be just a little bit more if that secret away. <laughs> I got that, that drinking bones connected to the party bones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that party bones connected to the staying out all night long. And, and she doesn't think it's funny. <laughs> that bone's connected to the doghouse bone. Yeah. <laughs> but But luckily it's AC, right? <laughs> but not like when I was sixteen, I had a fake ID and so then that interned put me at every single party that there was because nobody had a way to buy beer so they would always start hitting me up hey Cody can you use a couple 30 packs so I didn't I have I to do that. beer runs get some Goldschlager or anything like that <laughs> yeah. I, bought, you know. I bought my own because I look older than I am make sure so, you uh, get yeah. the Goldschlager you always do that Chevron right there yep. that Chevron those my cigarettes up, man. Yeah. yeah dude that one so thank you like I've always liked to have me a few beers and have a good time but or the janitor at Kellos. When I met my wife, she like completely really? turned my life around, and she's so responsible and complete. She's got her like she's got her goals, and she's got exactly what she wants in Same. mind. And polar she doesn't waver. She's pol- polar opposite. Me, me, I'm kind of like eh. edge of your pants. Yeah, Let's I'm kind of just wing it. You know, I'll get to it. When she's I get not to like it. that at all. So when we had a kid, I mean, the first kid was man, everything was planned, and we were going to do this at this point, and all that kind of stuff. So it made it. The first one was almost kind of like I was prepared only because Allie was so, so prepared, you know. Yeah. And I wasn't like so scared about it. I didn't know what to expect. And then hey, you don't. I you kept. Really that's, how, that's how I'm feeling right now. I don't. I have no idea. Like I've literally 
literally seen all my friends yeah. grow up. Like, I've borrowed your kids <laughs> for family pictures, you know, with our right. friends, you know what I mean? So, I'm it's, nervous because I've been around it, but I haven't been there 24-7. What I remember from, like, that first year of having Harper that... I kept waiting for the next step. Like I was like, "Oh man, I can't wait till she starts walking." Yeah, me too. I can't wait till she starts talking. And what I realized was, after the first year, I didn't really connect with Harper at all. Like on a like a spiritual or a soul aspect. Like every time she would cry, I'd hand her to mom because mom breastfed. Or every time, you know, she needed to eat or she was crying, all she needed was mom, and she didn't need me right. at all. So there was no connection with me there. I always felt some type of way because I thought that's what you're supposed to feel, right? Like right. you're supposed to be like in awe over this thing that's yours. Yeah. But as a father, like I really had no idea what kind of connection it was to be a father until that kid hit one years old. Right. And then after one years old, I was like overcome with emotion, like really loved my kid. Really, yeah. really. That's when it gets fun. Like you just understand that there's just a switch that changes that when you start to connect with that child yeah and it didn't happen for me until about a year and i swear that i just even with quinn you know my second kid now she's at a year knowing what i realized and learned and understood from having harper i wasn't expecting as much this time yeah you know i kind of took all the moments in you know changed the diapers i was more there this time for Allie for that first year yeah and supported her versus trying to be a father and like trying to feel some type of way for my kid right and i knew that at that moment it was more about supporting my love Allie. right and, you know that's a really tough time too because you've got a mother who's got this she just gave birth and she doesn't have this baby it's postpartum, postpartum. Yeah. her emotions are all over the place bro she just sacrificed so her body her whole body for, for yeah. you for just, nine just so all all listeners know is just enjoy it like, just you know so all our mean? listeners know we truly truly respect women whatever oh, our conversations speaking end up speaking of uh, women and speaking of respecting them what's y'all feelings on like this new hit wave of push gifts what is that oh, what the fuck is yeah, push gift is like the man giving the girl a, like a high end gift once she gets pregnancy for like pushing it out like a push gift <laughs> like you hear about like Kim Kardashian all these celebrities and people so, getting like fat Beyonce Basically, we're giving trophies away to everybody participating. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why we're, I'm asking what's your opinion on that's it. That's how like. I feel exactly. I mean, everybody gives birth. I mean, do they deserve a gift? No, that's material. In my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, I'm probably going to get, I mean, I probably won't get slapped. She loves me. But in my opinion, <laughs> like, just the, 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 the gift of life is all you really need. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you feel about that? it? How do you feel about it? Because... That's kind of silly in my opinion. This is some fucking celebrity bullshit. Let's be real. Yeah, if I had millions of dollars too. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy you a fucking Maserati. Yeah. Then here's a baby I mean, and a Maserati. I, I get the, I I respect the idea of you're showing your appreciation of like, wow, you, you sacrificed a lot. You slept like shit. You, your, your body changed. You were very uncomfortable for a long stint of time. And all I had to do was just. Enjoy the first, you know, first three <laughs> oh. seconds. The first however long of it, right? <laughs> One, two, three, four, yeah. five pumps, and <laughs> even, here we go. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, I was just saying, if we were all rich, it would be a different story. But it was it was just interesting to me. But, like, yeah, maybe, like, a gift card of Chili's. Applebee's. Two for 20. No. Well, I think that's equal. I think you should just, whatever's natural for your relationship, what? right? Like, 
Are you guys a big gift giving relationship where you guys like always buy each other things? I feel you. Yeah. Some are, I know natural. a lot of relationships that give a lot more gifts than others, yeah. but those other relationships like, are probably a lot more debt than others. There's a lot so. of those <laughs> women that would really probably truly appreciate you like giving them a back massage, rubbing their feet. Don't like, get any ideas. That would, oh, bro. You, no. you, that would probably go a lot well, further than a push gift. Start getting good at foot massage. Dude, I'm going to you that right now. I, yeah, I, uh, I have two of them. I have two of them. I hope feet get swollen. Like, you know what I mean? I hope to get some feet massages. You know what I mean? Hey, shit, Dude, my feet were swollen. I want my feet rubbed. Yeah. If her yeah, hands you know are swollen up, the best thing to do is probably give me a foot massage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm completely joking. Just joking. Don't get offended, ladies. What, what makes me mad is the women that get all free and... You know, upset about their bodies after after having a kid, which is understandable. Why? But understandable. they get all you know stretch marked out and well, stuff I like mean, that. But to why me, are you mad at that? Like, explain be, yourself because that was a little came off a little abrasive. Because I think it. I think after it's a beautiful thing. You know, like yeah, my, wife has, giving, my wife has. My wife has a beautiful thing, but at the same time, like everybody, guy or girl, is self conscious about at least one thing right. in their body, yeah. no matter how perfect. My wife. So if you're gonna take. Let's just say you had a perfect body, so you're already self-conscious about you know your whatever, right? And then you had a baby, and now you're self-conscious about your whatever and your stretch marks. You know what I mean? It's just like see, but I think what Alex is trying to say is like, yeah, they're self-conscious, and upset, but you still love them just as much, if you, not more. It's the point where like that that comes back to you being a good like support system and, and, and reassuring that like these things or these imperfections don't bother you that it is natural you know yeah. I mean? yeah and that's what I was trying to get at like women think you know men don't like that or anything maybe some men don't but Dude, with there's me, men that have like the pregnant fetishes huh yeah but with me like my wife she has stretch marks and does not bother me at all I think it's a beautiful thing you know yeah, and, and it's what do they call them? Tiger stripes? Tiger stripes. You know, is that really? I've never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you did a freaking, it's crazy. Tiger stripes. Birth is fucking nuts, I like dude. it. It's, it's, Women's it's, bodies are fucking nuts. It's like Alex was trying to say, it's like, as much what as you try do. to tell them and convince them and as much as you truly mean it, that, you know, don't don't worry about it because I still love you and I still find you sexy. Yeah, oh, yeah. But you don't have to live in that body every day. Right, you're right. So you could never understand what a woman's going through. Right, you won't understand. Afterward. You're right. So, well, yeah, you, but if women you can't be mad at them for feeling that type of way. No, and and, and you, I you guess more not mad at what I said. Right, frustrated or wish they know. could see the beauty that you see. Yeah, exactly. Right, fucking exactly. That's that's what I, I had somebody tell me when my wife was pregnant, and I thought it was kind of weird at first. I was like, "What?" He goes, "Man, I think when a woman's pregnant like that, it's the most beautiful thing." Yeah. And I was kind of like, "Oh, we you hitting on my pregnant wife right now? What are you talking <laughs> about?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes. Man, just the way the human body can just re, you know, procreate life like that, yeah. and that woman's going through that for and rejuvenating. And itself. just like he's like, man, it's just such a beautiful thing about life. And he was an older dude; he was like a retired army engineer, mm-hmm. like that. And like that was like one of those conversations that you have. That you well, it's a trip. It's a trip because I understand how babies are made. Mm-hmm. I got it. I understood that. We all really understood how babies were made, right? But me and Jessica have been yeah, watching. Yeah, the stork drops. Dude, exactly. <laughs> this fucking bird flies in. Drops Are you still trying to convince yourself of that, Zach? No, but you sit here and think about it. And so me and Jessica watch. Shipping was free. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Amazon Day. Prime Day. Boss baby. Yeah. So we get to here and we, we sit here and watch these videos every week. Every week. Like what happens each week, right? Mm-hmm. And fucking, what was it? Week nine or some shit like that? I did not know... The intestines of the baby is made inside the umbilical cord through the placenta, right? And then it and then it migrates 
into the baby's body. Doesn't that just like trip you out when you start what thinking the about fuck? science and God and stuff? That's some fucking alien shit. Well, science and God don't go together though. I know. Well, that's true. what I'm saying though. Then you look like a bot, like a body being able to. This is like almost magic. Some alien shit. Like it's just. Been, I don't know. I told Jessica some alien. <clears throat> It's just creepy, but it's just when wild. you really like sit down and think about all that kind of stuff all together at once, it's kind of like trippy, right? Uh, like, I don't know, I think the it's the concept like, of something growing inside you, yeah. It's, it's what people are and then that the baby doesn't have to breathe inside the belly. Yeah, what the fuck? Where's the shit and piss? <clears throat> Why can't I breathe underwater? It shits still? and pisses inside. Yeah. I learned that it shits and pisses yeah. inside that fucking sack. Yeah. Like, what the yeah. fuck? I'm not gonna try and sit inside of a sack and shit and piss in it. <laughs> this kid's a really? baller. This, this kid is a fucking baller. Well, luckily, he's got a snorkel. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that once no, that fucking but. placenta sack comes out or whatever, dude, there's shit and piss in it. Stop. Yeah, be ready. Be ready. No, no, no. Be on this side, bro. Are you, are you gonna watch? You're not no, gonna I'm gonna be on this side, holding the hand. Just because I can speak for Kenny. I can I'm gonna be like, you ever see Lion King when you know he holds him up? <laughs> hey, yeah. Don't no, worry. I'm on the no. opposite side. Wait for that the was, doctor to do that. That was me too. No, I no so uh, Kenny, me and Kenny were talking about this the other day, and I delivered. Came over and we helped. We changed his oil on his car or whatever, and we like Tom Brady. We sat there and had a, con- a good conversation, and uh, you know he's like, "She's one on his car, the oil on his car." Oh, came over and whatever, you know. And we were talking. And he's like, "Dude, watch." He's like, "Watch, just peek around the corner." Kenny said he was, he was peeking, and then if he ended up getting in the nurse's face, the nurse was like, "Excuse me, sir," and he had to back off. You know, that uh, was funny. And then he's like, "Dude, if I would you, if I was you, I'd watch it." And I've heard many stories, and you know, people that are listeners can listen and and you know agree or not. But I've heard that. Like some people watch, and it might ruin their sex life. Or so I've seen a baby push out of that. That's just all right. Stop. No, no, <laughs> it's, crazy. it's it's true though. Like, yeah. so yeah. What if it ruins you? It, it it's, you it's, it happens. It's something we have to bring. It's like a war. It's like just like. Well, it's something we have to. War. It's something we have to bring notice to because men need to understand that. Yeah, it's pretty wild seeing that. But you have to understand, like, come on, boys. It like boys think that shit. Men know that. You know. Yeah, it's a natural thing, and you should be okay with that. Like, don't let it ruin your sex life or some some natural stuff like that. You know what I mean? Teach their maturity. own. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it is maturity at the end of the day. Once again, somebody's feelings. You can't like. No, you're right. You tell can't. somebody how they feel about something. So, uh, me, some, pers- me personally, I think I might watch. I think I might take a peek. Yeah, let me know that works. My mom. I'm gonna try and pull that VCR tape out there on my shoulder <laughs> and like, my, you know record. Smile, it. honey. Yeah. My, my mom, <laughs> smile, sweetie. My mom kept trying to do it. She's like, just. Just come over and look. Just, just look. Just come over. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And it wasn't because of I didn't want to see it. It's just I know me. I'd fucking pass out. Yeah, I'm right there with you, dude. I you can't know. do like blood and shit. I'm not fucking this dude where he's delivering babies like a freaking yeah. doctor. Yeah, no yeah. Cody's back there with the glove ready to catch a yeah. grounder. <laughs> no thanks, but that's yeah. good. Like, it was it was crazy. I man. bet it was. It I'm was. not putting. I'm not taking that away from you. Uh, oh, I'm, it's not for everybody, right? Like even I, I got I, in there as confident as I was. But what if I passed out? So then weird. what? Now you'll you? be in a bed right next to her. No, they'll leave you until you yeah. get the baby. Oh, done. of course, yeah, yeah, good. Because they're like Alex. Good. Are you good? I'm like, I'm gonna go sit behind over here. But then I'm like, pale, no, <laughs> I'm gonna walk outside because they're like, you're a big dude. You fall, we're just gonna walk over you. Yeah. We're just gonna leave you there until you until we get the baby out. The baby's more important. Yeah. Good, that's good. I don't want them to be like, hold on, hold on, stop pushing. Yeah, gotta reassess the yeah. Well, yeah. we might have lost some people uh, about five minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> no. what, what do you? What do you? I got a little graphic for them. This is what all stuff you, people talk about, though. I think it's a natural thing, and I think people and in today's society, I really truly think in today's society we should accept it. Huh. At this no point, one says they don't accept it. I just 
why are we forced to watch some if we don't want to watch it? You're not forced to watch. But it's like, what, do you like scary movies? Some say yes, some say no. You forced somebody to watch a scary movie? It's a forced religion. <laughs> in my <laughs> opinion, in my opinion, to to, to be there and uh, experience it and understand a little bit better might be, there, might bring be more experience. <laughs> it, but I don't have to visualize it. Dude, that, and that's up to you. I, I, with Luke, I, I say it now. I say it now, but I might be that motherfucker behind the curtain saying, "Oh, I'm gonna be like Kenny peeking over real quick." Like, let me. All like, I know is, with my son when he was born, I wasn't in the room. I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you know, call me a puss, whatever. Fuck that. But as soon as I walked in that room and heard the baby, and then looked at my wife, I started bawling. Oh, I started dude. crying. Yeah, I can't. Imagine and that I know. It was crazy because I walked in. She was crying. She's like. He's perfect. And then all of a sudden, I just start bawling. Dude, man, you give me chills. And I like, look over to the baby and the little heater thing. They're doing this thing. And and then with Aubrey, same thing. Walk in, hear the baby. You can't help the cry. Yeah. I'm so fucking crying right now. <laughs> I, fuck I don't I just love my kids to death. And that's... I had two totally different experiences with both my kids. So the first one was in a hospital. And Allie, bless her heart, she was like, in labor for 30 minutes as we drove from Westport, which is a small coastal town in Washington, all the way inland to Aberdeen, which is about 30 miles to the hospital. Fuck. And the whole time she was in, the back in labor, of Dodge Challenger. she wanted to do a natural birth, like no medicine or anything. <clears throat> and we got there, she's like, fuck this, give me some, <laughs> yeah. give me it. And they're like, give me the drugs, oh, give me the drugs. honey, Too I'm late. sorry, Too but late. you're about to, you better like stop pushing right now because the doctor's not here yet. Fuck yeah. And so, we were in a hospital. She was on her back. That's her second legs one? up. This is the first one. The first one. So super old school, like delivery style babies, I guess in America, right? And uh, that one, was super three. Weird. One, two, three. And the second one, and they kept us there for like a day and a half. The second one, we went to a birthing center with just a nurse practitioner. Like a homewife. Yeah, with a uh, midwife. That's midwife. That's what yeah, with a midwife, and it was super relaxed, and it was it was a little cottage and stuff, and then. She gave birth. Uh, I think she was on the medicine ball in the shower, and that's where like she ended up like literally like was on her stomach, and no gave shit. birth that way. And that's crazy. From what she says, that was dizzy. a way better experience wise. Like it wasn't well, stressed. It wasn't. Any they of say that. the natural birthplace is standing so, so much for part, not necessarily laying down. But a natural right. gravitational yeah. pull. <laughs> Zach's like oh, Zach's like fast out right now. You look a little white there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, like when we went to <laughs> Arrowhead oh, for bro. Arrowhead for our kids, the first with Lucas, we uh, they turned the lights down. So you go Seven in there, minutes. it was nice, dude. It was calm, chill. Flowers. But then as soon as the baby started coming. They have spotlights that come down. Yeah. They shine down. It's like you're getting abducted by an alien. Zoom. <laughs> yeah. I hear the lights, but what do you... Say like Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what are your honest feelings, David? Like, I know you say you're not nervous. You're not, you know, you're Dude, kind of like, prepared. Literally, so being in the military, people are pumping babies out left and right. You know what I mean? Like, that that's money. just their thing. Get yeah, like, money. you get that extra money. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... I've been around it for so long. Not a part of me is being nervous. It's more of the unknown. Yeah. Stuff that I've seen my friends go through, they went through it personally because it was them. I was just that guy on the side. You, you know could leave. That uncle. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's getting loud. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not necessarily nervous. I'm excited more than anything. Yeah. It's, it's way overdue. I'm having a baby with the most amazing woman. 
which I thought I'd never find, but I'm extremely happy about that. So I'm not worried about her being a great mother. Uh, I'm not worried about us ever, you know, separating or going our different ways, you know. And You guys are going to be good parents. I'm excited. These next six months are going to be the longest six months of my life. And then after that, it's like my, my, you know, people at work tell me like, hey, dude, like, you're going to go from 28 to 40 real fast. You are, man. Yeah, before you know it. So I'm excited about that. And, you know, what I can't wait for is like, I'm excited about like when my kids get older, like five, six years old. Four years old when they're walking and running around, no. like, and I, you know, I see people with leashes, you know what I mean, with their kids, and yeah. for the longest time, I, I was like, man, these motherfucking parents, dude, like these dirtbags. But then, then I started realizing, like, some of these kids are fucking wild childs. And then, oh, you're talking t- about Harper? No, no, not <laughs> I mean, Harper's a wild Harper's child. Harper's a wild child. But, but I, you know, a lot of us can. There's you know, been times where I've been in like public places where I'm like. Man, I wish I had a leash right now. But yeah, you know, you talk about the leash and you think about like, do I want to do that? Like I say, I say, I don't want to do that. You know, like I don't want to do that. But then I start like realizing like we've talked about sex trafficking and all that, <laughs> stuff, all that stuff around here. And and I think, you know, leash maybe isn't. But like you that. carry a gun and you fuck that. Yeah. You I better, wish you would pick up the you kid. Better hit I that wish you would. Yeah. Better hit the kid. Then you better hit the kid. that kid. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna shoot your legs, and then when you drop the kid, and like you better hope. Yeah. Kid's still gonna be alive. The only thing that I think about leeches, which we've never used for Lucas, but we did when my wife went to Chicago in the airport. That's the only time they ever did that, dude. Yeah, because the airport's nuts. So just too much going on. Yeah, and and I'm not opposed to leeches. I, I, what about but, the backpacks that you strap your kids to? Kind of like the front carriers, but like the, kids, dude, the so, hiking backpacks? Just yeah. throw like them on that. You ain't leaving nowhere. If you're going to put a leash on the kid, just, just do it. You don't have to do a fucking backpack. Yeah, well, the no one that we got was a little baby backpack on the back of the kid. And yeah, he yeah. Us, he put his little toys in there. It's like the it's shit. like the cellular uh, towers that look like a palm tree. Yeah. Like, we know it's a fucking cellular tower. You know yeah, we're just hiding it. Yeah, like it's a or something. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm not opposed to it. You know, it... it it might look bad in a person that doesn't have a kid's eyes. Because people... Fuck that, dude. I've never put a leash on a kid. Like, you said that now, but dude, when you put it away... So, I was at the fair, and me and Kenny went to go watch Mike uh, do the figure eight track racing. And uh, the thing, Harper just wanted to go shop. And she kept running into all these little shops. And that was where I was like, man, there's a little like mom, and she was walking with her kid on a leash. I'm like... Man, that would be so nice right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, hey, get over here, Harper. Yeah. Stop. Heal. Heal. Good girl. Sit down and sit. Yeah. You'll learn real quick, too, on how strong you actually are when you go and grab your kid. That's that's one of the things, dude. It's like you think before you're a dad, you, you think like, oh, I'll take care of it. I'll handle it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you hear like personal stories from your friends, you know, and it's like. Well, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Like, yeah. I've been looking at bye-bye baby leashes, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let me see what I can get on discount on Gucci. Well, it makes me think about when I was 19, 20 years old, and I'd go to Applebee's, right? In the, or a Mexican food restaurant, and this family sits down. It's a family of four, dad, mom, and two kids. And they all come in for dinner, and the two kids are sitting there on their iPads with their headphones the whole time. Oh, mom dude. and dad are sitting there talking, and I'm like, Dude, I am not gonna raise my kids like no. that. That is bullshit. Da 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 da. And here I am when we're somewhere where we have like <laughs> <to break laughs> my kid is bouncing all over the place and Here's I don't give her anything. Here's the leash. And it's making me feel like self conscious because everybody's looking at me now. My kids like screaming and doing donuts in the or donuts running in circles <laughs> in the restaurant. Is in your truck right now doing and, donuts? Yeah, no, but she's in the restaurant running in circles. Ah! Yeah. If you know my daughter Harper, that's definitely her. That's how my son looks. It's like, Harper, you want to watch some ponies on your tablet? And she gets nice there and, and she's quiet. like, 
comatose. I, yep. I Which agree. isn't necessarily a good thing either, but man, it's definitely a crutch that you use. Uh, yes. Lifesaver. I mean, I understand, and of course, like me and Jessica both agreed, we don't want to get our kids addicted to tablets. Or we don't want our kids going for our friends like, hey, you have any games on your phone? Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't want to do that. But I, I understand. So what did our parents do for us? Can go you guys outside, think of Go outside and play. Yeah, just leave us alone. We were the first generation of video game kids. Yeah. Okay, so what, I mean, so I So that's where we come into this generation of, like, parents playing video games and then their kids seeing their parents do it. So it's not a big deal to the parents. Our right. video games had to be plugged into a wall. And on Channel 3. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't argue that, but we, we, had we, still had, we still had Game Boys. We yeah. still had Playstations. Yeah, we still had Sony Dreamcast. We still had Nintendo 64s, which are all but the what, same concepts. But what's weird, though, is when I was younger, we had all that cool shit, whatever. But I never really played it too much until I got older. And then I started playing video same games. Same here. Well, you well mostly because my, it's, it's kind of your raise. You know what I mean? If, I had a time limit on it. Parents was, are lazy. I was outside riding my bike it's and playing football. And, and I'm not saying you're lazy for letting like your kid be on the tablet. I'm saying parents in general are just fucking lazy. They would what? rather put their kid in front of a TV or on a tablet for six to eight hours a day than actually babysit their own kid. Because it's a lot of work well, to hang out and play. And, well, here's the difference, too. Is You know what I mean? It's we can't, the truth. We can't just send our kids out. And, and to, out the street and uh, trust that they're going to be okay. Like, Unfortunately, I'm scared to death to let Harper go across the street into my neighbor's house. Today's society, yeah, like, you don't know who, like, well, literally, okay, so here's... Those the, issues were around when we were kids, too. I just, it wasn't as much in your face as prominent. it is now. Well, it's not even that, either. It's like, oh, it's that. Sorry, not, not that. But it's also... Everything. I knew everybody in this neighborhood. I knew everybody on my street, because I grew up right on the street from him, and or where he lives now. Um, I hide from my neighbors. Yeah, but when I was a kid, we knew every kid in the neighborhood. We did. And we knew every neighbor. Yeah, we knew every neighbor, so it wasn't a big deal. Like we know my, my parents would know somebody's actually outside. You know, yeah. My parents are outside, so we we're good. But nobody goes outside anymore. It's too fun. Well, it's too damn hot right now. <laughs> but, like, in reality, like, I understand the whole tablet thing. And, you know, letting your kids out and play, like, in my opinion, it's up to our generation right now to raise a better kid. Well, my kid plays video because games. Because unfortunately, the generation yeah, below us that are like kid 20, plays, And everything's good in moderation. Like, every kid plays video games. And it's good kid, for building. It's like literally like mental skills. It's good. I don't disagree with video games. Yeah, it's hand-eye coordination. It's memory skills. It's, it's a lot of... playing the right games. Not even that. Any games. They can, they I can, mean, I can, when I was playing Grand Theft Auto 3. It's still memory, though. You're still remembering where the guy is and <laughs> where, where to pick go. up the hookers. Yeah, same, where to go behind principle. the building. My but son just plays, like anything else, it's good in moderation. My son plays games, watches his dad whip, but we also put him in sports. We also take him to swim lessons. Your kid, we also do your a lot kid of other stuff. doesn't sit in front of a tablet for eight hours a day and doesn't socialize. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, there might be a Saturday where you guys are running around cleaning the house and he's on the tablet. Cool. Like I said, everything in moderation. But not Monday through su- Sunday. I guarantee that kid is on the tablet from the day he wakes oh. the second he wakes up to the second <clears> he wakes up. I rather draw pictures and kind of side note. Did Those you guys different. see what the YouTube and YouTube kids were doing with the logarithm of the suggested videos that were coming up? No. So like... The scary thing. My sister sent me a link on it a long time ago, and since then I've been a little bit more um, protective over what she watches. Talk but so what it was happening is these like these people were creating these videos that would show up into like a kids show. So it'd be like Elsa, and Elsa would be on and fire, Spider-Man, and she would be the devil, and, and, and they'd be like, like that. yeah, that's actually yeah, scary. and that yeah, would yeah. come up. Like you would put on ponies, and that Bro. first ponies would come on, and then the next one would be like. 
Elsa on fire singing like about suicide. Elsa then, on acid. Yeah, Elsa on yeah. acid. And then the next one would be, and I've seen this one come up a lot. That's why I know it first. Like when I read that article, um, this little baby was being chased by like older kids, and the baby would start crying, and then the kids would start hitting the baby Jesus and beat the Christ. baby up. The and then a dinosaur would come. Just weird stuff. But it was all coming up on this like YouTube kids like stuff, hmm. and like, somebody. Finally brought it to YouTube's attention. YouTube made a, a statement, and they tried to make their logarithms like more protected for that. And that's exactly why we have to raise our kids. But that's so like, scary if you just put your kid in a corner because we would do that with Harper before we like were co- cognitive of this. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's watching these things and she starts. Emu- There's such sponges at that age. You too. hear that, folks? Yeah, if you don't know it, I mean, yeah. keep an eye if on it. You don't know history. now. You know. Yeah. It I mean, was crazy, and I mean, it still happens. Those videos still come up, and I still catch them. Yeah, but you can't funny. just let your kid on YouTube, like, surf videos and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, you know, obviously that's the plan now. That's the plan now, obviously, is to keep them away from that. And, I mean, I understand if you're driving on a road like trip. Said, everything in moderation and, yeah, yeah. and things have exceptions. I mean, the whole lazy parent thing is, is, is you can't tell me you don't or ever met it's not one person where you just look at them or you know that their personality and they don't. Give the kid attention. It's easier to right. the kid raises himself in a sense or herself in, in front of a TV or a tablet and stay out of my hair yeah. kind of thing. Versus parents that take their kid to the park, parents that take their kids to sports and swim class and art class and kung fu class or whatever. You're doing an, an actual, believe it or not, that bonding experience from going to and from practice. That's still a bonding experience where there's no interaction with electronics. It's just you and the child. Yeah, most definitely. You know what I mean? Like when I was taking Harper to jiu-jitsu. And exactly. You know, good at jiu-jitsu. And then um, that guest we had on, the police officer, mm-hmm. told Harper, he goes, you know what your daddy gets you now that you did a good job today? He gets uh, you ice cream. And so the whole way home, Harper's like, daddy, we get ice cream. Damn it. And I'm like, dang you. And so I, I go and, you know, get her this chocolate-covered ice cream cone from McDonald's. And yeah. My God, you'd never seen a happier kid in your life. Like, yeah. That kid just went out and she exercised. She had fun at jiu-jitsu. And then you she give just an incentive. Ice cream. I agree, an incentive. Well, I mean, think about it. It's a, but they're a person. Don't want to bribe. There's a difference between bribe and incentive. They're a person, too. They have a personality just like my personality is different than yours and his and, you know, yours. Well, you got to show them. Just to release like your... Incentive. Think about connecting yeah. on the drive to and from, you know. Yeah, like that's sometimes those things still a, you take there's them out still for a, a, treat. a bonding moment between, Definitely you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I gotta ask you guys, and we'll, we'll we'll get towards the end of this podcast. Uh, why do you guys feel about like being best friends with your kid? I've seen it, and, and you know, like, oh, he's my I, best I, friend. I've seen people agree and disagree. How my do you guys feel my about best friend? He, now he is, but I you think, think my best friend when I was he a should be your too. best friend. But do you think as a parent? And this is this is what something I've questioned myself and me and Jessica have talked about it. Should you try and be a best friend with your kid, or should you try and be a mom or a dad? I think both. Yeah. You want to be a, you okay? So yeah. the best friend, in my opinion, is we can trust each other. You can talk to me. Mm-hmm. But being a parent and dad is like know that I'm going to scold your ass for doing something stupid. Yeah. So do you think people nowadays are just trying to be best friends and not trying, yeah, trying to be a definitely. parent? And that's why it might be why I there th- might be an insubordinance. I reason. think. As a whole, we are underestimating the value of it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. My dad said something that resonated with me the other day because we just took Harper to San Francisco. Yeah. And it was Harper's most amazing experience in her life. 
And my dad was like, you know, it's good though, you know, like Cassie and Harper build that relationship because, you know, when she gets older, she's going to have things that she doesn't want to talk to you or Allie about. Right, right. And she's going to have Cassie to go to. And that's fine. Cassie's going to be the cool aunt, you know, and to understand that. So now if I had, if Harper has that outlet, then I know that, okay, I'm good. Like she's going to tell somebody what's going on in her life. Somebody will it takes out. a village to raise, you know, I can be very stern on her about, you know, no drinking, no drugs, no sex. But she's going to tell Cassie that she's sleeping with a drug dealer for cocaine down the street. Jesus Christ. What I'm saying, though, is like, holy oh, shit, names, though. There's no in between know. for you, is there? Holy shit. But as a father, like, that's your biggest fear, right? Like, your kid doesn't tell you. You don't see it. You don't know. Like, you want them to be comfortable with your family to talk to you. But you also want to be their friend. But they're never going to tell you everything. Of course not. Yeah, I mean, that's where I was. There is rare occasions where some kids, and we probably in our generation, knows that they could talk to their mom, and they, they were fine, and they came out fine. They're good, genuinely good people. Talk to my dad, right? So you know, and I talked to my dad too. It took some years, but anyways, uh, yeah. you know, it's just like I worry that everybody wants, and you know, I'm not worried about everybody else, but I'm worried about our generation and our future generation coming up. Right. Is I want to be the cool dad. But I also want to be the respected dad, but I also want my kid to talk to me. And like you said, it takes a village to raise a people. And for people that don't have brothers or sisters to do that, I think it's, in my personal opinion, of course, good to have friends like us together. Mm -hmm. Because I see in our future having barbecues, having our kids together, you know, having, you know, Uncle Uncle Alex, Uncle Cody, Uncle Zach, Uncle Kenny, you know. Getting together it takes a village, man. But definitely, I, I totally agree. Parenting styles too. But so, like being a so being a best friend as opposed to being a mom or dad, there's also a, a fine line, in my opinion. You got to be careful with but that. But if you have That's that my village, opinion. you can be a friend and a very strong parental figure. Yeah. Believe because it or because you know they have other outlets. That believe it or tell. not, kids. Re- respond well to authority and that's just because they don't know better and if you're confident about how you deliver information to kids but you're still nice about it meaning you're not yelling or screaming because that's just human nature if i yell and scream at you whether you're six years old or 60 it's this fight or flight like just mentality of like Get the fuck out of my face, or I'm just not talking to you. I'm walking away. Well, yeah, a, you know what I mean. It's same like you teach each other respect. It's the same thing with a kid. You know, the if kid, you don't talk to your kid know? with a little bit of respect, they're not going to respect you, right? So Is that what you, you know? I'm getting at it, every kid's different too. Though. I'm getting at the whole like being okay, best friends it. with your kids, and that's yeah. why you have so many defiant kids. I think it's not the whole best friend aspect because everybody does want to be friends. Who doesn't want to be friends with their kid? I think it's more along the lines of people don't take the time to explain things to their kid. They're either the type of parent that yells at you like, no, Johnny, eat your food, do this, go to your room, you're grounded. And there's the parents like, no, Johnny, listen, it's okay if you're not yeah, hungry. Come for Please don't shooters. do it again. Please don't do it again. Yeah. But nobody's in there going, listen, Johnny, you need to eat your food because if you don't, you're gonna get sick, you're, gonna, you're not gonna grow big and strong. You're not going to, you know, be, have energy to go play with your friends later. Right. And if you put it in something that's easy for them to digest and understand and relate, then I think you could be more successful being a parent with a kid. And this is what, in my... There you go, folks. I always do. You need to eat your food. Why? Don't ask me why. I am the parent. You are the child. And did you hate that as a kid? Fucking absolutely drove me crazy. Why? Why? Because I told you that. Like, that doesn't answer my question. That's our generation, too. You think about, like, military... 
I do the same. All thing. that kind of stuff. Well, my it's, biggest thing is you like, don't question the authority. My my dad. I, don't get me wrong. I say that too because that, I mean teaches, I'm I'm being you know a hypocrite because I do say that same shit like because I told you that's why. But at the same time, I've never not explained something. Have you had an employee that's asked you, "Well, why do I gotta go do that?" Oh yeah, I'll explain well, it to you. Why do I gotta do? It? it takes so much time out of you. I mean, yeah, we but, could argue back and forth yeah. about this, but at the end of the day, like personality, everybody's different. If it works, I don't want to raise. There's no right way to be a parent. I'll tell you that right now. There's no right way to be a parent. No, we have not figured that. I I do the same thing that Cody does, and my son is in a phase right now, being six now. Ask questions about every damn thing in the world. Why? 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 Yeah, you tell them to do something, or just in general? Just in everything. General. Everything. Yeah, right? everything. Yeah. Which doesn't bother me. Every, I think every. That's how you learn. You right. ask why. Why do you do this? But at the same <laughs> time, it's the same thing. Don't Being forget. an understanding parent and having patience. Well, we we tell our son. You know. You know. You need to eat your food. Why? Well, because you need to get free and you know strong. Well, let know? me pull out a little diagram yeah. here and show you why your nutrients. Let me show you this. Here's the amino acids that come down to me. This is a DNA cell. Let me check. Let me check your blood real quick. Yeah. No, but it's the point where it's like, you know, you need to be stern, but you also got to tell them why. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, eat your fucking food, but why? I guess. I don't know. You know, it's, well, you want to be big and strong, don't you? To be well, honest, I don't really know. They're trying to tell you, I think it goes, when they're trying not to do what you're saying, yeah. is yeah. where Kids I Kids push like, boundaries. Kids are trying to find out where that boundary is and Just how like we far. Do. We do it. We do it. You do it at work. You do it I do in a relationship. You do it with everything, right? And they're just trying to find that, that happy medium where they can get away with some shit. But at the same time, you got to realize they watch their YouTube. They go to the, the school. They see other kids do these things. And so they're going to bring it home and be like, cool. Hell yeah, they do. Let's let's see if this works because okay. my friend is allowed to do this. I got another question real quick. Sorry, what about – I've seen a lot of controversy about do you put your kids first or your significant other first? With me, the kids. We'll go through this really quick because we could be here all night. I know, but with me, real quick, that's it, it's fucking hard though because I love my kids to death and I'm doing anything for them. But it's also my wife. Here's my opinion on this, real quick. My wife's my best friend, and you guys might go to agree to it. If you show your kids that your significant other, wife, girlfriend, so whatever, is first, yeah. then they will grow up to understand. In my opinion, of course, mm-hmm. they will understand that. Your old lady or your, your your boyfriend or your girlfriend is more is not necessarily more important, but knows that they know to take care of their significant other. Right. That shows them that hey, daddy really cares about mommy. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's my my opinion. Yeah. So in my opinion, my girlfriend or wife will go first, and then my kid, but yeah. not to the point to where they feel neglected. No, no, definitely not. But, but it, yeah. it's such a balance too, right? Like yeah. there's there's moments where you and your Significant other will put your kids above yourself, mm-hmm. all and time. you will show them all that time. hey, look, this is all about you right now. As long as you do that, yeah. and but you have you can't get in that mindset where it's like one or the my other. My wife's always first. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Your like, relationship should be strong enough where you can. There's gonna be balance. Yeah, where it's, it's definitely set. a balance act because yeah. you and right now, like I don't know if you guys ever went through this, but um, so Quinn's like this lovable little baby. She's laughing. She's learning to walk and talk. So. You always want to like 
hug that cute little baby and she just wants to like get in your shoulders and rub and then you got Harper over there who's like drawing on the walls with hands and drawing all over her arms so after you get done hugging that beautiful cuddly little baby what the hell are you doing and they're like god what where did you get that Harper from and so you yell at Harper so what she's seeing is that mom and dad just looked at my sister and then they yelled at me that's how so then you have to understand that and say alright like well, we need a very like focus on putting Harper first, you know, to make sure she understands. Splitting time between two kids is hard. Balance, but when it comes it, to these though. two kids, need to see that daddy's taking care of mommy and mommy's taking care of know. daddy. And they, they, you know, it's there's so much time. I mean, we it's all like go to work. Goes back to the home. best thing when you, you only have, have about an hour to like display these things a day. Well, what's hard? What's hard though too is that's not hard, but what's that picture? You said I was about to give up until I saw who was watching me. It was yes. a lion, a baby lion, or whatever. And the dad was going to quit until he saw the son watching him. Yeah. And I had that saved my phone. I think it's awesome because you treat, you know, with me and my you wife. Show on the page. Yeah. yeah your wife. On the page, show that on the page. You know, you show your kids, your wife, and how to treat them, and then they'll want to, you know, follow. They'll know how to be treated. You'll know how to they'll be treated. Know how to you know, a you had a good, you know good father figure that treated the mom right I think if you have a healthy relationship and obviously you're going to have fights and that's understandable my biggest goal is keeping that away from my children sometimes it's not going to be possible but you know right Um, biggest thing is if you teach your kids how to treat your significant other your wife or your love or whatever your husband Mm -hmm. your kids will definitely remember that and that will translate into their future relationships Mm -hmm. in my opinion so pretty much my son will be a pimp Essentially, he's going to, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, wrapping that up, folks, you know, I just wanted to go into a little deeper segment and kind of dig deeper into our lives and see how we feel about these things and understand things. And we hope you really enjoyed it. Um, please don't forget, you know, we'd love to hear your feedback. Like, Do you spank comment. your children? Do you spank your children? <laughs> Whatever. We'll talk about that on another time. Well, we can. Do you spank your children? Do I? Yeah. 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 I don't beat my children. Though. Yeah, there you go. There's a difference. No. But anyways, right. well, you know, just like, subscribe, share. Um, any more? We'd love, we love your guys's, uh, we guys, we love your guys's feedback. We love your guys' support. Please share with your friends, your family, your loved ones. And if you made it this far, don't forget, Rovi Family Dairy, mm-hmm. 77th Avenue in Northern. Mentioned Best meat in the West. We all Mark, uh, Mark gave me a sample of his uh, blue cheese and his Gouda cheese. Oh Gouda. God. If you are on that ketogenic That Gouda was Gouda. If you're doing that ketogenic diet right now, it's, gonna block it's a bit. definitely a really good dessert because it's, it's ketogenic. It's amazing. You can put it on. They actually got their cheese in a couple of the Scottsdale restaurants. Mm-hmm. And they're like putting it on their burgers and all that kind of wow. stuff. And there's like hoity-toity upscale places. Yeah. But All right, guys. We appreciate you guys coming through, listening to us, support us, spread the word. And we'll be back again. We love getting your guys' opinions and options. We'll argue about more stuff. But today we kind of want to go the different route. But uh, thank you for listening. You guys have a good night, good evening, good morning. And uh, have a good week. It's love you guys. Loosen out. Loosen out. Loosen out. <laughs> <laughs> Rise up, Rexy.